yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Papa Don't Preach. That is right, we are back with some new flavor for your ear from one hell of a long break. Mm-hmm. I know, it was a minute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, life got busy for a second. Like, I was out, you know, out of the country for a second. You and were then, gone, like, gone. <laughs> just jumped back in with both feet with two kids, you know? Because oh, wife, you know, I came back to the country. Wife did not come back with me. Oh, what? I didn't know that. No, oh, I, you didn't know that. Yeah, because the way her, the TV show she's working on, they needed to do some pickups in the great state of Florida. <laughs> so she uh, went from Italy to Florida for a week oh, to help supervise uh, some more shooting. And then she took off, you know, before, you know, and got here. I, so yeah, she like literally was like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel bad for you having to come back and just get into the shit, but I can't think of a worse transition from then coming from like beautiful Italy to mm-hmm. fucking Florida. Talk about fucking breakneck. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about that's fucking torture right there. But how how was Italy? Italy was awesome. Like it was really really great. Uh, the country is beautiful. What part were you in? Um, let's see. I started out in uh, I forget the name. Is it As, Napoli? Uh, no, it's more kind of like well, we ended up in um, Florence. Okay. So the first spot we they they were shooting in a city. Um, they weren't shooting the Ferrari factory, but it was the Ferrari factory city. Oh, you guys, go so, ahead and Google that. I don't yeah, know where it is. It's but. like, I, the thing is, when I got to Italy, I kept saying, like, oh, gracias to everybody. Because literally, that's the only language I know. <laughs> so, like, I had to stop. It's like, stop, you know. Stop saying Stop, stop saying por favor for everything. Just because they speak a different language, it's not fucking Spanish. Grazie. Grazie. Allora. 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 Oh, uh, uh, Marinello. Marinello. Oh. Yeah, that's I, where we were. Little Marinello. Little Marinello. Uh, but it was great. Like we walked everywhere, uh, and then from there we went to a uh, olive oil. Uh, what do you call them? It's like an old. I can't even think of the word. How do they make? It's olive not oil? a vineyard, but it's like a vineyard for. Uh, Is it like I would call it like a, a? Oh, my brain's not working. I just got out. You know, we're shooting this at the end of the day, and I I'm just got done work, so my brain's not firing at the all the cylinders. <laughs> yeah, it's, this is tired Bennett. Orchard. Yeah, this is a tired Bennett. Not and not work tired Bennett because I've been sleeping okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, the the dudes are only getting up. Well, Miles is only getting up like once or twice, and it's at okay times. Oh, okay times. <laughs> is that like five in the morning? Yes. Like, well, I gotta wake up in thirty minutes anyway. Yeah, it's, it's, like time. it's fine. Uh, so yeah, olive oil, uh, like an olive orchard. Uh, it was a uh, villa. And it's like eight hundred year old villa we stayed at. That now it's like a bread and breakfast, and like they still do olive oil too. But ah. it's like you know, it overlooked the city of Florence. So Beautiful. just like being around something that's like fucking eight hundred years old. Like there's nothing anywhere close to us that's eight hundred years old. No, that's that's you know what I I I'm glad that you mentioned it because like that was the feeling I had at some of these temples in mm-hmm. Japan. And like I was saying back then, like once you've seen one temple, you've seen them all. But like going there and then them like here here's a scroll of the day that this guy wrote mm-hmm. 1300 years ago <laughs> yeah. you're like in this place that he built that's still standing today you're like holy shit yeah that's a trip because like you know ain't nothing like that here no it's not and then like in going to florence like it's where michelangelo studied and uh. like i over like we didn't do a lot of touristy stuff but i like would if there was a tour group talking like i was like yeah what's going on here let me hear what's happening <laughs> So, uh, like, I literally, like, we were at some flea market, like, open-air flea market, like, Nat's looking at dresses, and it's a church there, and I overheard the tour guide. It's like, well, when Michelangelo was a teenager, he would stay here, and uh, he would break into the hospital next door and study the dead bodies because yeah. <laughs> for anatomy. I was like, what? That's awesome. Thanks for telling me this. <laughs> Later, lady. <laughs> 
That Michelangelo's a party dude. Did you meet any other than, uh, any of the other turtles? Uh, I saw all of the turtles work except for Donatello, my favorite my favorite turtle. But yeah, the museum we went to had uh, Da Vinci, they had Michelangelo, and they had a Raphael, but no Donatellos. Ah. They had a statue of Donatello outside, which was pretty cool. But. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like there's like it's interesting because like all the artwork is so beautiful and so amazing and so centered around jesus and the virgin mary like they literally like they did not give a fuck about anything else for centuries yes yes uh and that, like the like the giant gorgeous paintings that like you know the pope or somebody would you know some rich farm person farm person jesus <laughs> farm I, got, person, I got no words going uh, for me person of farmton you know like a farm owner who's rich like i don't know man uh, i like farm person like commission a painting that's like give me i want jesus i want mary i want the pope oh i gotta get the pope and then i want me in there and then i want <laughs> and i want the i want these apostles not those apostles but like they'd commission this shit and be like and now i'm looking at it yeah, that's <laughs> it's 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 wild it was amazing and, and cool uh and then of course the food was fucking everywhere oh my god i ate so much pizza and so much cured meat and so much god, pastas so of so kind you know so jealous it was great. Oh, so fucking jealous. <laughs> uh, like a couple of my, like, one of my favorite simply things they had was the, in Marinello, uh, they had the rap party, like, Nat's show was finished. They had, like, a party at the end. They had a bunch of free food, free drinks, and karaoke. Ooh. It was really fun. Ooh. But in that region, uh, they had, like, their little, especially, it's like these little, almost like sopa pia, like those puffy kind of pastry things you get at dessert in mexican restaurants i've never had those but they're um, it's almost like a puffy fried dough oh no no i know what you're talking about i don't know the name they're really of it. good it's I've almost it like powdered. a i've had yeah. it powdered and like uh, sometimes so, i'll put like a little, a little raspberry on the top of it yeah or like you put honey in it, it's another oh, way yes. to do so it's like that but you instead of any of those things you put uh like a capicola or another meat in there and fold it up and eat like a little taco and it's always oh, the best oh man and, you know, I had, like, some crazy homemade pastas and, like, prosciutto. You know, all the stuff was really good. A lot of gobble goo. I had McDonald's, of course. Oh. got to. What type, of, what type of crazy things do they have over there they don't have anywhere else? They had, like, like kind of like an appetizer bucket, which was interesting. Of what? Like, like, little fried little doodads, like, okay. tater tot, like, wings and stuff. I was like, okay. I didn't have it, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, then, like, going to that McDonald's. Like, you know, there's, like, tourist people everywhere. But, like, that McDonald's, there was every, like, everyone from around the world was there. They're just, like, they're, like, <laughs> all right, enough of the cured meats. And yeah, it was, it was, like, yeah, it I was, wanna, like, yeah. I want a QC. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want a QPC right now. Right now. <laughs> uh, I liked how, like, the um, Italian attitude towards, like, lunch and dinner. It's, like, lunch is from this time to this time. And it's like, if it's at 3 p.m., like, it's closed. Like, everything's closed. Like, we went home to go sleep and hang out. And then we'll open again at 7. But, like, you're, you're, I hope you ate. Yeah. <laughs> because there's nothing open. <laughs> and then, like, same thing with, like, stores. Like, pharmacies and, like, grocery stores are just closed. Uh, but they do have lots of, like, 24-hour, like, condom kiosks everywhere. Because um, you got, you know, in, you know, they have aspirin and shit, too. But it's mostly just condoms and stuff like that. Got to get it in while everyone's Yeah, snapping. because you have to, you know. It's like, <laughs> you need to that's like where the priorities are like no 24-hour 7-elevens but you get a condom any time of day it's why it's like the oldest country in the world like they're they're not trying to keep the race going no it's very it's everything's very small yeah. you know <laughs> i felt very big over there oh yeah hey in the rest of the world's defense you're very big everywhere <laughs> <laughs> oh man well i'm glad i'm glad that was amazing it was awesome i'm yeah. glad it was amazing um but you when you came back you were just right back in the shit like i 
Didn't yes. the kid like shit on your foot right when you walked in the door? <laughs> like it was um yeah, I just really just jumped back in it. Like the dudes were like happy to see me, but also completely thrown off and like <laughs> They didn't sleep a bunch. Like, they woke up a bunch. They had to get back in their rhythms and, like, their cycles and their schedules again. Oh, man. So, it was a lot. Um, yeah, they don't make, like, a – like, there has to be a way that you can go on vacation to decompress and then decompress from your vacation. Because, mm-hmm. like, coming back and just, like, going right to your life is fucking rough. And that's why I yeah. always try to, like, schedule something where I got, like, a day to, like, get my mind right. But mm-hmm. – No, it was um, – Right, this is not this is not shit talking. These are just facts. Okay, <laughs> I love <laughs> my, when you start to say. Yeah, my in laws were there and they're taking care of the kids. They did a really great job. I got home, fucking thirteen hours on it. You know, whatever it was, twelve hours flying, thirteen hours, fourteen hours on the actual fucking plane. You mm-hmm. taxi in and you're sitting and whatever. Get home and like my father in law is like, man, we just, we're stumped with dinner. What do you want to do? And it's like, any goddamn it, I don't want to make a decision. Is what I want to do. Like it's like, oof, man, we just can't figure out anything. It's like, couldn't order a pizza. Like nothing. <laughs> All right, I'll figure something out. Like I haven't slept in a day. Yeah. It's literally, it's literally the same day when I left, and it's twenty five hours late. It's like yeah. it was the the you know. The, and you think about the time, it hurts your head, dude. It's. It's a one thing is like, how can I always be flying back into time? Like the mm-hmm. days never end. I like left on Thursday, spent 30 hours traveling and it's still Thursday. When no, I like I left at 9 a.m. in Italy and I got in L.A. at 3 p.m. the same day. That doesn't make and sense. And I flew around the world. <laughs> <laughs> it was maddening. <laughs> oh, that shit makes me mad. Well, while you were uh, in Italy, a lot of shit went down. And yeah, I'd love to get some of your opinions. And like some of this shit, like I know we've been away for a while, but some of the stuff we just had to talk about. Mm-hmm. And bro, I can't believe we like, I guess Canada just like murdered a bunch of scientists and YouTube YouTubers like go out in this sub. Mm-hmm. So he just, I, I want to oh, see the that submarine waiver. people. I would oh. love to see what that waiver looked like because, like, everybody. It wasn't good. It was like. <laughs> the, I would, I, I was here for some of the jokes and I can't, my hands are not clean here. Mm-hmm. But the amount of disrespect that these people who lost their lives got mm-hmm. was kind of crazy to me. Like, the jokes were almost immediate. Like, I oh, it was, yeah, I think. The beam of, like, Ariel saying, like, doodads and holding up a PlayStation remote. Like, I'm like, fuck, bro. <laughs> now, people got real funny real fast. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I mean, I, I saw, this is not my original thought. It's, it's something I saw. And I was like, oh, yeah, that does make sense. It's like people, I think, because they had zero sympathy for billionaires. Yes. And, like, literally billionaires that, like, did nothing for them. Like, they weren't, like, you know, whenever Kobe died, like, Kobe had so much shit to do with the city. But, like, dude's a billionaire, too. And he died tragically, too. Yeah. You doing, know, doing some take, billionaire do, shit. Doing some billionaire <laughs> shit. And he got, you know, there's very little of the blowback because, like... You know, because they feel like you know a connection to someone that like you know, literally billionaires that just take money and don't and don't do anything for people. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, and then they flew, you know, and then like the arrogance of the fucking all the interviews that came up with the fucking submarine driver. It's like at some point, like you get like the arrogance of it all. It's like all right, well, you know, and they spent so much. It's like all all of it's oh the fact it was a sandwich of like, and then they did this, and then and then they yes. spent like a quarter of a million dollars to. To look in it. And then they used a fucking video game remote and yeah. not even a real one, a Logitech. <laughs> yeah, that's... A, you know, it was you, a real Sam in, like, the uniqueness of the story. It's like it wasn't a bunch of people, you know, sailing. It was a, this fucking submarine trying to see the Titanic. Like, it was so bizarre and so weird. 
the fa- like the crazy thing is like I didn't know that was a thing. Like, who the fuck is trying to see the Titanic? I mean, it's like... I, I, didn't James Cameron <laughs> do that? Like, when he was he supposed did. to be in the office making the fucking Avatar, he went down and saw that and shit. And that's another thing. It's like, I saw James Cameron popping up, and I was like, what is... You know, like, my first... Like, everyone's first, like, what does James Cameron know? And then, like, I saw, I was like, oh, apparently James Cameron knows a lot about submarines. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> apparently, he's one of the fucking leading, leading authorities on submarines. He, who knew? I remember getting really pissed because... He was supposed to be coming out with the new Avatar, uh-huh. and he comes out with this documentary of him going down in a sub. I was like, bro, get your fucking priorities straight. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I want to see some, three t- uh, some 3D Navi, and you're over here showing me dirt through a fucking tube. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, but he, like uh, the interview of him saying, he's like, well, we knew they were dead like three days ago. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, James Every- Cameron knowing shit. Dude, everybody was like, they're dead. Like what? And like the media frothing at the mouth to like have this story like, mm-hmm. oh, we heard a and click. And make it last. And yeah. like, like that's... That's kind of like, it's in such bad taste. Also, the fact that, like, that was another, like, takeaway that I think was just kind of a, a speed bump. That the, gov- the U.S. government has underground microphones fucking everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't have admitted that yeah. shit. <laughs> like, excuse me? <laughs> like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, the Navy told us they heard something. They heard something. Yeah, like. So wait, <laughs> By the Titanic. It's like, what? Excuse me? Yeah, Ex- what, what are you, what are you what? doing? <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they have, like, the entire Atlantic and Pacific coast, like, wired just, just in bugs. case. Like you know, Japan sneaking over with a sub yeah. or some shit. Well, when the sea aliens pop out, the, oh yeah, they're the, called they're called mer people. You no, racist. I'm talking. That's different. <laughs> Atlanteans and sea aliens are different things. I literally thought they were mer people. That's my bad. No, one's identified aqua, aquatic phenomenon. Did, did I ever tell you about how I got had by a mermaid documentary? <laughs> by a mermaid documentary. No, I got uh, yeah by a mermaid. Documentary. documentary. No. You <laughs> thought it was going to get less ridiculous and it got more <laughs> ridiculous. I'm sorry. But yes, I got had by a, a mermaid documentary. It was called like Mermaids, The Secret Revealed. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, I was in my early 20s getting high after uh-huh. work and like watching this like eight part series on Discovery with my roommate who were, I was also getting high. And like, uh, we were just like going back and forth. Like, what if this has happened? What if this has happened? And like, the first time we went, like, we watched the whole thing. We we're like, this was crazy. I can't believe this exists. Why isn't anybody talking about this? And the first thing we do is go to our local bar and tell the bartender and get checked immediately and be like, the fuck are you talking about? We both look at each other like, yeah. That is, the 20s are, like, it doesn't happen. I mean, I think, like, the queue was a big hole that people fell down. But, like, it, I love when, like, you fell down something hard like that, like, yeah. like the the spare change nine eleven documentary. It's yes. like you just showed it to somebody, and the other person be like, "What the no?" Like, like it snaps no, you right dude. back to reality. You're like, "Oh yeah, this oh, is ridiculous. yeah, this is kind of stupid." Yeah, yeah, that is just a blurry picture. That's not a big foot. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's not. It's not the best. Uh, <laughs> but for a minute, you thought mermaids were real. I shit. Thank God I didn't have a fucking Twitter at that point. Like. <laughs> I would have made an ass out of myself. I, <laughs> they don't want you to know. <laughs> oh, Obi's lost it. I, oh, I would shit. be like, you know how your friend, uh, like everybody's got that friend or cousin that posted on Facebook that one time and either like retweeted a Trump quote where we're like, okay, we lost him. Like that's it. That's it <laughs> for cousin it. Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> He's gone. Got it. Uh, but yeah, do you have a, do you have a threads by the way? Like clothes? <laughs> Well, since I'm a little hip, let me break it down with some of the young jive things these kids are running on and getting fleek with, my friend. Oh, no. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know anything of what you just said. 
<laughs> so uh, I do understand what fleek is. It has to do with your eyebrows. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, Zuck, the one who fucks, just came out with a new goddamn app called Threads. <laughs> I, hey, are you laughing at me now, man? You seen that picture of him? He's, got, he's rocking like a 12-pack because he's got he, the money and the time. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, that's that's all that programming. Like, literally, I think that's what Meta was, yeah. just how to get the secret programming, how to get Zuckerberg abs. <laughs> they spent $2 billion on it. <laughs> oh, we got to shut down the, the Metaverse. It's not working. Just Zuckerberg's nah, abs. If he moves too fast, I'll go glitch. <laughs> Uh, so um, he came up with this new app called Threads. It's basically Twitter. It's right. supposed to be like a nicer place because Twitter is basically 4chan right now. Yeah, and Twitter's like it's it's a wild place. It's a Twitter. I, I have never seen. It's I can't say I don't love it, but just to spill the tea, mm-hmm. I cannot get enough of seeing Elon Musk take these L's because in theory. Even if it's like a little L or a big L, he's still going back to his mansion and mm-hmm. like chilling and enjoying life. But bro, like he is the Donald Trump of the tech world. Like he, he fell the, so fast. The amount of money this guy was about, like just lost mm-hmm. from being like a cocky piece of shit. Like talk about blowing up an eagle. We've talked about here about how like these guys aren't real geniuses and they just got a lot of money to throw places. Mm-hmm. Like. They're going to make a documentary on why he bought Twitter, and it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. Well, it's like, you know. The, like he the, lost a bet. The picture of people sleeping in the offices and all the layoffs and all the things that stop working. And, like, even, like, you know, this is how I would use Twitter. It's like if there's a wrestling clip posted on Reddit, it would link it to Twitter, and I would watch it on Twitter. And that's it. That's it. And now with new Twitter, you can't do that. You have to, like, sign in, and it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess it's, like, just dead, dead to me. Like, yeah, I guess I won't watch it at all now. So I, I <laughs> like, rem- literally, it's like, okay, that's a stupid dis- Like At least, I don't know. It's very, I'm not a billionaire, though. Yeah, it's it's very weird, like, trying to get people to play, pay for the blue check mark and all this shit. But anyway, Threads, mm-hmm. they did something I've never seen a, an app do. Because it was like a surprise drop. Like, it was like, hey, oh, everybody, yeah, like six Threads is here. Yeah. yeah, it's like six months early. Mm-hmm. And it's, by the way, I'm not giving it up to Zuck uh, like for, like, Snapchatting Elon Musk right yeah, now, yeah. just fucking ruining it. But that shit is, I have a thread. It's super buggy. It's very, yeah. very buggy. It's like a CCTV. Like it was not ready to go. It yeah. was not ready to go. Like I, I remember trying to uh, upload a picture and it just came out as hieroglyphics. I'm like, that's a thing again. <laughs> like I remember, like do it, like you know when you send a someone, wing ding. What yeah. is that? <laughs> I'm like, that's okay. That's that's not me. And it's the first time when using tech and tech fucks up. Where I was like, this is threads. Usually when tech fucks up, you're like, oh, I did something wrong. Like, yeah. you're trying to, oh, is Twitter? Like, like, you wouldn't even think that Twitter or Instagram would be down. You're like, I don't have service. I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> but immediately when I posted my first thread, I'm like, Psh, uh, this, this thing's fucking up. Yeah, yeah. But um, the greatest thing about it, I'm sure people have talked about it, you've heard it at home, is when I signed up for threads, it just migrated everything from Instagram over. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to tell any of my followers to come over. I didn't oh, have to nice. refollow. Like I, I was following the same people I was on Instagram, and the mm-hmm. same people were following me. Like such an easy transition. It was crazy. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's why Zuck makes the big buck. He just knows what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> I, you not you're not liking these? <laughs> I know. I'm loving them. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I. Watch, I, I, you have to be a real piece of shit for the entire country to be rooting for Zuckerberg. Yeah, to, to turn win. on, yeah, to be like that guy. Man, 
It's like it's. I mean, you, know, you got a war assholes going on. You know, it's not, there's not a lot to pick from. Yeah, it's this is literally the, the 2016 election. Yeah, it's, it's like it's the like, 2020 election. I want like mutual destruction. Like, yeah, I want them to destroy each other. This is like um, what happens when I'm watching usually like the uh, Super Bowl or some shit because I know you know the Raiders aren't in it. So like the mm-hmm. best outcome is that a blimp crashes onto the field and kills both teams. <laughs> like. That's the best outcome for me. <laughs> I want to see one of the Jackson family's titties accidentally. Yeah. That's the best. That's all I got. That's all I got. You see Tito's titty and Bennett sitting there giving a thumbs up. It's like, <laughs> this is good. This is the thing. Oh. Reggie Jackson's titty. Red- <laughs> no, just like an off-brand Jackson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, you and our producer were talking earlier about white basil, and I want to drop it on you. So. Wait. Who? Well, white, I thought I thought Bezos was white. No, <laughs> no, white basil, as in basil plants. There's a white basil that I've been using that sets my cooking off the charts. Okay, it's MSG. Oh, Mario sodium <laughs> glutamate. That's the one. I had no idea how much less sodium was in it than salt, mm-hmm. and just one mono. It's just one mono. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mono sodium, right? Forty percent less. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just. I never bought into the hype of like this shit is fine for you. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let me look into it myself. And I'm like, oh, it does make your food taste better and yeah. it's less harmful than salt. It um That's it's, crazy. I think it's one of those things that got caught up like like eggs got caught up in it and butter got caught up in it in the nineties. There was like these things were gonna kill you. Like you gotta use the alternatives and then Chinese but propaganda. Un- unfortunately, MSG doesn't have a uh, you know a dairy council to support them. They don't have an MSG True. council, so they got fell t- fell to the wayside. Yep, that's the truth. Like, I have no idea why it took so long. Like, even till this day, like I'll go to ABC Seafood, this really popular Chinese food in Chinatown. Everyone loves it. They still have a giant sticker on the door. It says no MSG, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, hey, what the fuck are you using? I wonder. It's like I bet you could pick it out. It's like some Geraldo Rivera 60 Minutes program that did like an MSG expose because it had to be something that like started that tide of like MSG is bad. I would think it was to the like, fact that like every restaurant. Like I remember like the mall Chinese food in my in my hometown had the no MSG sticker on it. Like, I, I think it was a, a, a. I think there was a Chinese man that got sick at a Chinese restaurant, and mm-hmm. it spurred this whole thing about how MSG caused like, um, you know, like an alert. I wasn't even like an allergic reaction, but just mm-hmm. like threatened his life. He almost died, and that. You know, MSG is only used in Chinese food and like mm-hmm. they're bad for you. I, and I don't know why it got big. Like it was, it was one of those, it's a prop, it's propaganda. Yeah. It was Chinese propaganda, like the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw that shit. I have not yet. Dude, Ted, first of all, Ted Cruz is on his archaic Twitter mm-hmm. fucking saying that the Barbie movie, which he has not seen, mm-hmm. is Chinese propaganda because of the map of the. Oh, because. Mm-hmm. That like the Chinese like hand drawn. It's it's basically yeah. It shows like Taiwan and everything not being a part of. It's just like it's one scene. Mm-hmm. No American will notice that because Americans can't find no, no fuck can't. all on a map. Mm-mm. I guarantee, I, like excluding Iowa, exclude Iowa. Maybe even some of Iowa, nobody in America can find Iowa on a map. <laughs> I, I will tell you right now, I, I, I will put everyone to the challenge. I'll be like, yo, no names, point to Iowa on the map. And everybody will be like, ah, shit. <laughs> Fuck. 
This, this used to be my old party trick. I would mm -hmm. whip it out on my phone. I'd be like, all right, point to Iowa. And people were like, ah, oh, shit, I don't know. And I'd make them take a shot. I oh, think man. it's America's nose. Oh, that no, I thought that was Maine. No, that's America's. Like, if you look, um, hey, Blaine, can you pull up a map of the U.S.? <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's like. So the way that I remembered um, is that Louisiana is the foot and that Minnesota is the hat and that I think that Iowa is the head. Oh, Iowa's the head, huh? Let me see, though. I could be wrong if that's the wrong state. Well, I guess I'll have to take a shot. Yeah, you're going to have to take a shot because I think Michigan was oh, the... I'm Iowa. Yeah, look, see, all right, so Michigan's the hat, then Iowa's got the little face with his nose sticking out, oh, Missouri shit. his belly, Arkansas's his pants, and Louisiana's his feet. Oh, shit. All right, so take a shot. I'm going to take a shot. <laughs> I, I never do that. <laughs> I'm going to have to get some Texas tea. Like, holy shit. You know, that's some Southern shit. That's some Southern shit. <laughs> that's some Southern mm -hmm. shit right there. <laughs> you see, Minnesota is the hat. <laughs> see, I'm from the left coast. We don't do that shit out there. No. Like, it's like, I'm all sure I know. You, you learn from California out. Yeah. Well, like, see, like, all we know is the four corners, like the Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, mm -hmm. Arizona. Like, like that's our parlor trick is that you can stand in four states <laughs> if you go to this I one always spot. Get the, I get the square ones mixed up. The square ones, <laughs> yeah. So like are the you ones they just didn't try. It's like fuck, it's a square. Who cares? If you told me like, hey, do you know America's face? I'd pick Montana because Montana has that. Little it has head. the side of the face. Yeah, has the side of the mm -hmm. face. That's well, the patriot one. looking dude. Yeah. Um, but like, oh fucking shit! I forgot. Did you know that Oklahoma and Tulsa they're paying people to move out to Tulsa? No. They're giving like I think it's like ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars. For people to move to Tulsa. Hmm. I don't know if they're trying to like, you know, set up another massacre or whatever. the uh, fuck. So I, was like, like, I don't know. I don't know what the end game is. Fool me once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep, $10,000 grant. Uh, and it's for people just, you move there. Mm -hmm. If you can work from home, you can work from anywhere. Yeah. So there's people there. The biggest move has been from like New York and DC and LA and San Francisco. Mm -hmm. There's like these cities that have, like people that work from home, so they just they have been renting out their homes and they buy a home in Tulsa. That's dollars Wow. Um, but yeah, I've been so I saw two sides of it, and uh, there's a great podcast today. Explain everybody go listen to an episode about Tulsa. Um, I don't think they realized how funny it was, but they did the mm -hmm. two sides. They're like they always do two sides of a story in 15 mm -hmm. minute clips, and all these white people are talking about how great it is to move to Tulsa. And then they talked to this black woman who was like, yeah, nah, like, it's cool, but it's <laughs> Tulsa. Like, she's talking about how her husband works in Oklahoma City. And, you know, like, that's an expense they didn't want to have, but it's manageable. Where if he drives out to Oklahoma City, he stays there overnight because he doesn't want to be caught on the back roads of Oklahoma on the mm -hmm. way home. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, there's restaurants you don't go to. And there's gas stations that you look at unless it has, like, the dino sign or like the shell sign, you're not stopping at. Like, mm -hmm. you don't stop at mom and pop stores. You go to Home Depot. Like, you, like she's like, we don't go to the diners. We go to Chili's. <laughs> she's like, literally, like, I was like, okay, I still, I get yeah, it. they're still, yeah, the, the two very distant, different Americas in Tulsa. Oh yeah. yeah, like these people from New York. Like, I grew up in Syracuse and I moved to the city and I work from home and I moved to Tulsa because it's so amazing. And then you know. You talk to Sharon, and Sharon's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I moved here, and, you know, it's all right, but, you know, uh, I don't spend my weekends here. <laughs> it's very different. It's very, very different. But, um, yeah, it's – it's. if I gave you $10,000, would you move to Tulsa? 
maybe like if you had if you were working from home like if you had a uh work from home job with mm-hmm. like ten thousand dollars like if you think about it what the fuck is that gonna get you i was gonna say my my my, my i know the thing about it no yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it's not it's like it, i've like hey Hey, great, great country we live in. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it's the exact fucking same. And I think Tulsa is one of the places that you could be in Tulsa, you could be in Arkansas, you could be in, you know, you could yeah, be in Iowa, you could be in America's little stubby nose. Yeah. And it's all the same. You're yeah. still going to have your chilies, you're going to be Walmart, and you still have your racism. And you know? then the sundown, uh, sundown countries. Sundown town, yeah. <laughs> sundown towns, yeah. We don't fuck around with those. Hold on, oh, our producer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jason Aldean? That music video is getting... Oh like, shit! Don't come to my small town. Or we Dude. solve problems in small towns. Then I'm like, bro, you about to get erased? Yeah, <laughs> like he, uh, yeah, try that in a small town. Yeah, name try it. that yeah. in a small town. I think they pulled the music video already. Yeah, like I don't uh, see now. Here's my problem. Jason Aldean did come out with this like, very racist music video, mm-hmm. you know, and talk about how you can't ride in his town because his his town. Well, murder you. Or it's like, like don't didn't. speak mean. Or like yeah. one of the things, like if you, if I hear you talking trash or whatever, it's yes. like we're gonna kill you. Yeah, like listen, man. We <laughs> and know I didn't say. I think it's all implied, but it's all very like, yo, know, like everybody knows about your bloody sun, your, your bloody Sunday town. Like, like, yeah, trust me, bro. Like nobody's trying to cross the bridge over to your fucking little town. Yeah. But like, oh yeah, <laughs> full of good old boys yeah. raised up right. F- yeah, full of good old boys. Try that right. in a small town. If you're looking for a fight, try that in a small town. Like, come yeah. on, bro. So, like, I am not a fan of them pulling the video. And as I was explaining earlier. No, I think that's, I mean, I think it's weak. I just think it's like, just play it, you know, play it at 2 o'clock in the morning if you want to. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to pull it. We're going to fucking put it in shitty rotation. How about that? Yeah, it's just like, like, let it, like, let people yeah. sh- show their ass. This is who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I, the, I, like, some people that love that shit are going to eat it up. And, like, that's a, that's, that's going to be enough of him to be, keep, keep being Jason Aldean. I think it's oh, like yeah. a lot of, like, these. Like your your Mario Mario Taylor Greens, <laughs> yeah. your, like your type of like uh, provocate, you know, provoking individuals that are catering to a very small audience. I think as long as they get they push their very small audiences buttons, they're still going to be okay. Yeah, they're going to be who they are. I mean, like I don't know if you saw that IRS uh, the IRS meeting that Marjorie Taylor Green was in a I couple days it, ago, ugh. and she's all like, pull, "All right, out dick pics." She's pulling out dick pics of the president's kid. At a goddamn at an IRS meeting, a congressional hearing, and she's like, "Do you think this is a great way?" I'm like, "Bro, the Onion had a great take. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Onion had a picture of Marjorie Taylor Green like superimposed on like uh, a woman showing her ass as <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Green shows bourgeois pictures on the House floor to combat Hunter Biden smut. <laughs> 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 it's so good. The Onion never losing. They yeah. never lost." They, they're big ballers over there at the Onion. Never lost. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I free speech. Let them show their ass. Like it's why I like the alt right because mm-hmm. they stopped wearing hoods. I know exactly who that motherfucker is. Yeah, you know, like I think it's a scarier time when you're going to the car wash and you're shaking some dude's hand that was at a Klan rally last night, but you didn't know because you had a hood on. Mm-hmm. I rather see this motherfucker and be like, oh, that's the motherfucker from Charlottesville. Yeah, great. I'm not going over there. <laughs> I'll be on my own. But, yeah, I mean, it's just betas being betas. What was that guy's name, that black dude? Beta. Hey, he was all old. Uh, I forgot his name. Mm. Oh, uh, Roy Peters. Uh, Roy, uh, 
Shit. You're going to have to look it up. There was a black dude uh, that used to just scream out, Beta. And he was like this right wing dude that used to uh, that used to talk about old men or like guys being beta males, and I forgot his name. I forgot his name. Um, the uh, this is a complete aside. So that whole alpha beta that whole theory that comes from uh, wolves. Jesse Peterson, that's his name. Yes. So that whole theory, the alpha beta, uh, the guy who wrote that theory, that wrote the book on that theory. Uh, Writing that book is one of the greatest regrets in his life because he studied wolves that were in captivity, and the that alpha beta behavior is only exhibited in captivity. Jesus Christ! Not in not in free not in free spaces. <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, it just I mean it just it's a whole other it's like another layer layer to that. It's like okay if you're if you're acting like that because you're in jail because you're in, you're in fucking prison, man. Yeah, it's like that's what they're saying. Like, um. I don't know if you saw, uh, we were talking about the bar- the Barbie movie not getting it. <laughs> Fucking, this strike is hurting because uh, Matt Gates' wife, Matt, first of all, the Gateses were invited to the pink carpet premiere of Barbie because all the actors are on strike, mm-hmm. which is talk about low tier. And then after <laughs> the movie, to this invited guest, his wife tweets that fucking... The Ken, she's like the actor that played Ken. First of all, she said the actor that played Ken, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> put some respect on that. Put that fucking respect on uh, fucking RG. God damn, she said that uh, he was low T, as in low testosterone. Mm. Now remember, this is a movie called Barbie <laughs> about about a character who has no genitals. Yeah. Like literally just smooth, smooth as a Ken doll, dude. <laughs> Don't know what you wanted. Imagine going to see Avatar and saying, oh, it was kind of blue for me. Yeah. <laughs> Those blue guys are pretty blue. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb asshole. Bro, I I um I don't know. Like, um, I'm I stand with SAG. I stand with WGA right now. I don't know oh. if you saw that Universal cut down all the trees because I saw it super fucked. That's some that's some fucking evil shit. Talk about it's evil coriation. Fuck it, Universal that and that lot. Mm-hmm. Dude. To cut, so for people who don't live in LA, um, the where the Universal Studios is located that has the NBC Universal lot uh, back lot where they shoot all the movies and have the park, um, the entire street down Lakershim, I believe, mm-hmm. is just it has like the biggest, most beautiful trees because there are office buildings right there. Like they don't want that yeah. sun built like just bellowing in. So they have this whole line of trees. SAG and the WGA and all the supporters have been picketing there to draw attention to the strike and their demands. So Universal cut all those trees. They cut all of them, trimmed all of them. So there's no shade. Yeah. And I like, show me you're an evil and corporation they, they without showing cut me them. Any- <laughs> I even saw the picture. They didn't cut them. They fucking stripped them. Dude, there's no leaves left. No, like that. that's the thing. They didn't like cut them down. They just no. like, which would have been like very easy. It was more work to what they did. They just yeah. like shaved them. Mm-hmm. No leaves whatsoever. And those things are not coming back anytime soon. Yeah. Like it's. Hot as fuck up there. No. no, I've done it. You know, I did like a couple summers ago an outside Universal Studios show, and it's like right at the beginning of the valley. Damn. So there's no sun. It's like their sun is brutal right oh, there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's I've been seeing pictures of friends in the valley that I, we were talking about this earlier. Like, it says that it's 98 degrees in the valley, and then somebody posts a picture from their, like, Honda Accord, and their dashboard says 126. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, there's... The car can't be that wrong. I feel yeah. like I'm being gaslit by the Weather Channel is what I fucking feel like. That shit is not chill. Are you going to go to the picket lines? 
Uh, no, <laughs> no, because I'm working. Yeah, <laughs> uh, IATSE is not on strike. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> so no, I mean I usually do reality TV, and I don't think any of I don't think we have any SAG or AFTRAs on our shows that I work on. So yeah, uh, the show that I just got hired on is a separate contract, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, like that's another thing is a lot of shows. Like I remember, yeah, there's it's it's a very intricate thing that I have very little knowledge of, but. Yeah. Different shows have separate contracts. Some shows are pre, you know, like, are we already did it? Already contracts are signed, so we got to do this no matter what the strike's going on. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think mine's just reality with not, re- you know, no, like, you know, fucking Keanu Reeves ain't hurts to my show. Yes, you know? and like, and that's a funny thing because, like, there's a lot of people out there that don't know, like, Gordon Ramsay, not SAG because he's never played any character besides, besides himself. Besides himself, yeah. Uh, like, John Tafford, same thing. Never been anybody else but himself. So, mm-hmm. like, there's these shows that can go on and... What really, really sucks about this is um, one thing I love that really sucks is the reality TV community is showing a lot of support for SAG and the WGA, even though it does not affect them at all. Mm -hmm. And I really, really appreciate that because it's hard. It's very, very hard. But like some of these studios that are fucking up, they've been fucking with reality TV for a long time. Yeah. A long and it's the time. same. Stu- it's like you know the same studios that like you. You're on a popular show, say a popular cooking show, not the one I'm on currently, but another very popular cooking show that's been on for years and years. And every single year, they just shave a little more money off. Yeah, a little more money off, a little more money off. Doesn't matter if it's still getting the same recognition awards, advertising rates, all of that's the same. Just a little more money shaved off. Yeah, you did it with this money last year. Maybe you do a little less this year. Yes, a little less staff. Pay the staff a little less. It's, that's just like that's the mentality of the, of this business, and it's a shitty mentality. It's a very very shitty mentality, and like just like any corporation capitalist system, like you know everybody's beholden to their shareholders. I get that. Like the job of a company is to make more money. They can't just say we make a billion dollars a year and that's it. We're not going to grow. We're just not going to lose it. Like nobody wants to be a part yeah. of that business model. Maybe but, maybe don't make Indiana Jones five. Exactly. You know, like holy shit. Maybe don't you know like. The, the two movies that like that are this weekend that like did very good in the box office. One is like a movie, movie, movie. Oppenheimer's like premier filmmaker, which I don't think needed to be made. Like I don't want to. We shouldn't whitewash what the fuck we did. Like I hope they don't because I don't know because like I you know you know I've recently just another podcast I listened to did an in depth Hiroshima Manhattan Project episodes and it's fucking horrifying. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. They also did not like supposedly. Did not know. Like, they thought it was going to be drop the bomb. Everyone is dead and we all go home. That did not happen, obviously. Like, it was a horror show for, you know. And they did it again. Yes. It's not like like they learned. They're like, hey, that sucked. Let's do it again. But uh, anyway, so, uh, you know, big movie, Barbie, interesting concept movie. Even though it's a big IP, it's, like, not like a straight-up Barbie cartoon. It's, like, some sort of intellectual take on it. Yes. It's not Indiana Jones 5 or... Uh, ant-man and the wasp 4 whatever it's like bro it's not it's fucking something the flash. it's something new it's the, the flash like with a you know with a predator as, you, as you're fucking yo. and i'm not talking the one with the dreadlocks and the heat vision like yeah. a real predator as your fucking protagonist <laughs> yo that's that's another thing is like you cannot fuck over your writers and continue to subsidize ezra fucking miller like, yeah. that's his name right ezra yeah, miller yeah, yeah you can't you can't do that you can't look at like a dude that everybody's like you can't look at your audience and shove this garbage down their throat. Not fucking pay your VFX team. Fucking push and push to get this garbage out. Yeah, just like. And then be like, yo, we ain't got enough money to pay our writers. Shitty conditions, cr- you know, hard hours. Because those are the people making the movie. Like, yes, the writers do shit. You know, like all of those people. It's like, it's such a big joint effort. Um, yes. That. 
And there's so much fucking money involved. Dude, like they could they could squeeze a couple more pennies out, you know? Yeah, it's I I wonder when somebody will look at like James Cameron, see like 20 years in the industry, just banger after banger movie, like inventing technology to make his movie better, taking the time to come out with a product that people will love. And then you hire this jackass for Flash who's done like what did he do? It. He did it. <laughs> like that's his resume. He did it. Like and a also, red it's balloon like, was his fucking VFX team, was a fucking red <laughs> balloon. And you're going to put him in charge of fucking Flash? Like, you're asking for fucking trouble. And the thing is, it's like, you also put your money in a shit, like, in a thing that, like, no one wanted, no one's clamoring for. After all the allegations came out, you did nothing about. Everyone involved in the press of it, like, including fucking James Gunn, who I like his work a lot, was like, this is such a great movie, maybe the best superhero movie ever. It's, and, like, that, we got to put it out because it's so good. Uh, and it's it, it just they nope. just shat the bed because they spent so much fucking money on it, and then they put even more money, bad money, in advertising. And like, like guess what? It's not a flash movie; it's a Batman movie. Yes, That's, <laughs> that didn't work. That did not work either, dude. They cut so much shit out of that movie. You know that they had to pull it from half the theaters. No. Yes, it is. It's right now. It's at forty percent of the theaters that it premiered at mm -hmm. because of how bad it's doing. Because no one wants it, it just it just taking up spot. Oh, that's Dude, fucking Cineplex was like, get this shit out of our theaters. And also, it's like, fuck them. Like, come, like, take a chance on something original, like an original idea, like any, you know. That's one of the things that really sucks, and that's the thing that we have to push as a people to do. And I remember when I would go to movie theaters when I was young; it was an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. Now going to mo movies seems like a goddamn chore, mm -hmm. and I like it. But they should make it more of like an experience and like, I don't care if you make it a little more expensive. Cause like if I'm paying 15 to $20 a ticket and I get like a little meal, I get a drink, I get to see exclusive content that no one else can see everywhere, anywhere else. I'm in this comfortable situation. And by the way, movies need to bring back intermissions. <laughs> like I, if you're going to be making a movie that's three hours long, mm -hmm. I need intermission. Cause I'll let you know, like, I saw Into the Spider-Verse, which is one of the coolest movies I've I fucking seen. I thought it was seen. super I love it that It was movie. amazing. It was really great. It was amazing, but I, fall, I found myself almost dozing off at one point, mm -hmm. and I had to like do like a little face slap and like bother, bother my son next to me because <laughs> it was just a long fucking movie. Yeah. And it's like if they're just, they should bring back intermissions, and I should be able, I'm going to fix the movie industry because- Oh, I, good. I, I, <laughs> I know, I know- They're not doing anything right now, so it's a perfect time. I'm going to walk in there. I'm going to do what Fran Drescher could not do. I'm going <laughs> to fix that. By the way, big ups to her. Big up Flushing to Fran. girl from Fletching. Huh? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, I, there's so much I want to talk to you about, but we got to take a break. Uh, yeah, we've right been now. chatting a bunch. Yeah, like uh, this bitch who faked her abduction. We got a new Jesse Smoulet on our hands. I, I caught a little bit of that story. Uh, yeah. uh, fucking uh, Jonah Hill's little baby back bitch ass. <laughs> uh, man, I got so much to talk to you about, but let's take a quick break. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with some more. Papa don't preach. And we're back. God damn, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right. Um, before we get to our main subject, you know, we're going to be talking about going back to school at that time again. Um, we just discovered Rickety Rocket. 
How do you? <laughs> yeah. So we <clears throat> we were talking about uh, racial inclusion in television programming uh, was how it started. And how yes. like race swapping, it's like it's sometimes an unnecessary, you know, it's like it could be an unnecessary, unnecessary pandering things in a lot of ways. And then Blaine, our producer, said, speaking of unnecessary pandering, <laughs> <laughs> there, did you know about the there was a black Jetsons cartoon? And uh, it's, we had no idea. It's called Rickety Rocket. And like the way we just watched the intro, but Oof. it's like Fat Albert meets the Jetsons. It it's is like, pretty goddamn bad. It does like this sky pan. Yeah, it's in the Jetsons world, like super future houses. They're all up and looking beautiful and sleek. And then it zooms in on the Rickety Rocket house. And it's literally a Sanford and Son shack yeah, yeah. on a post. <laughs> Because the rickety rocket is they build him out of spare parts, uh, and then he like he comes to life and he he talks. Uh, I don't know <laughs> how they I don't know how they found big ass goddamn monkey lips in the junkyard for this car. I'm not gonna laugh at that. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now. That shit. It, first of all, it's a it's the only brown car I've ever seen. Yeah, it's got big ass lips and it. Does, I mean, I was, I was trying to figure out like, which it's it's a red fox voice. Like he's yes. doing like a red fox. Like it's oh my god, that's the one. That's I'm the riggedy rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that shit was so offensive. And you like the intro of the team. Uh, I'm Barry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's just like. They made like the, these white motherfuckers drew this. <laughs> they giggled at it. They sent it to a test audience. That complete white test audience were knee slapping. Yeah, of this jive talking car, and they put it out. Could you, how many look? How many episodes did they make of Rickety Rocket? Oh I, don't want, I was curious because it's like, dude, they made one too many. <laughs> if they <laughs> the made intro one, was enough. If they made they made the trailer, that was too much. Because like, like a lot from here to Rickety Rocket. Everyone said yes. yes. Everyone saw the design, said yes. Saw the voices, said yes. Heard the, it's like, well, we want Fat Albert in space. We want Fat Albert Jetsons. They made 16 only sixteen. Episodes. That's good because back in the day, they used to make like forty-eight episodes yeah, a season. Like, so dude, they like, cranked out sixteen <laughs> in, in two weeks, and they saw them. They're like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> a resounding Ugh. dude. Who was the voice? Uh, Johnny Brown, Al, Al Fan. It's like I, re I recognize her. The character actor dudes. Yeah. D Timberlake. Okay, so like, oh man, Rock in nineteen seventy nine. I know, I know. Johnny oh yeah, Al Fan is uh, fucking uh, hollering from The Shining. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was Rickety Rocket. He was Rickety Rocket. Wow, god damn. Okay, so was I right about that? About him being hollering? I... Dude, he oh he was in Plastic Man. He's I could be wrong. Oh, he was in Lady Killers. Yeah, no, looks like I was wrong about that. It's another actor. Oh, so all black people look the same to you, huh, Ben? Uh, especially bald ones. <laughs> <laughs> and by ones, I mean unique individuals nah, of personality. <laughs> <in the back. laughs> individuals of uniqueness. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, we yeah. heard it. We heard it. Um, but, yo, just a little prevalent. Oh, he's a voice of plastic, man. Uh, just so you guys know, um, this is an unpopular opinion, but I hate the term people of color. I think it's a shiny turd. I think it's colored people for for the whites. I don't like it at all. And I'm sick of fucking having to smile through it. Yeah, whatever makes everyone feel better. I'm pretty sure Mexicans are perfectly fine being called Mexican. I'm sure black people like being called black. Puerto Ricans are Americans. Like, can we just fucking get it together, please? Like, it's like, get it together. Um, I, I, I feel very great, but unpopular opinion. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, as uh, we broached, we do this 
once a year. I still get triggered from it. This is the worst possible time of the year. Back to school. Um, for a lot of parents that I'm starting to reach because there's nobody who can watch your kids over summer, I'm starting to be one of those where, hell yes, my kid is going back to school. I'm mm. starting to get it. Um, but this is my first time um, dealing with this. My kid is going into kindergarten. Yeah, like real school, like real, real daycare. School. Like it all, it's good. Shit's going to go ahead and put its permanent record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you remember the permanent record? They threatened kids with with that for real. Dude, I I had so many things that are supposed to be my permanent record. I had no idea they were fucking bluffing. No. They're like, Obi, that's going on your permanent record. I'm like, fuck, I'm never going to get a job. I uh, yeah, I pictured that Mr. Mouton after after middle school, he had a little, a little index of note cards. He had all the bad kids' names written on and all their offenses written on. I assumed he would forward that to all the colleges that you tried to apply it for. I was in like. I was in college when I was like, man, how are they going to digitize our permanent record? <laughs> and I was still buying into that shit. They got me good. I'm like, are they going to go to my school? Like, maybe there's a bill we can like be like. <laughs> you should see this kid permanent record a mile long. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yo, so. What would be the craziest thing? Yeah, what's like the, like. Oh, yeah, like what was it like? Yeah, on your permanent record, what was the thing that was going to be it? That was like the most permanent of all the records being kept. So I remember the thing that got me almost kicked out of school is my brother and I got these uh, silly string Spider-Man squirters and then we had the water gun ones. So we got the water gun ones and those were confiscated. So we're like, all right, I guess we have to bring the silly string ones to school. (laughs) Plan B. And so... Uh, our counselor walked by and there's a bunch of silly string on the lockers mm-hmm. and you know, I, I'm pretty sure I got snitched on. I got brought into the uh, principal's office and like, Hey, we heard you had this silly string gun. And I was like, I don't. And then a counselor walked in with my backpack. They went into my locker. Oh shit. And they're like, then why was this in your locker? And why is this in your backpack? And I was like, you need a warrant for that. I'm sir. Like, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I know my rights. I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, throw it out. Illegal search and seizure. <laughs> throw it out. You fucked up, bitch. <laughs> um, so the that's not what got me in trouble. What got me in trouble is I had to lie. I lied about it. So when you lie, you have to stay after school and pick up trash. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like their detention. Yeah. So these motherfuckers put me in the classroom and the principal's office to clean up. So I just went in the desk and stole it back. And I was just like, all right. I took all the stuff. I came home. I didn't tell my mom what happened. I looked at my brother. I was like, yo, look what I got. He's like, what the fuck did you do? I'm like, what do you mean, man? This is ours. This is our town. I went to chest bump. He's like, no, bro. No. You fucked up. You're the only one with detention. You got that confiscated today. Then you're going to know it's you. And the next day. Um, they call my mom in. Um, my mom was sitting there when they told him what I did. And, you know, there's always this dream that you have when you're a kid and you're sitting across the principal that you're like, man, you're talking to my mom. This bitch doesn't know you. Like, just, she's got my back. Uh-uh. 
my mom did not have my <laughs> they they should have got my mom another chair next to the principal behind the desk Flip on the side. bro worst lawyer i have ever had in my life my mom spilled the tea on some other bullshit that i was doing she like ripped me a new ass like the principal felt bad for me like she's like oh shit oh. i should have done this i should i should have called his dad i should have i should have talked to him before like Dude, my mom like fist balled up in my fucking <laughs> face. Like the teacher was like, "Well, uh, Miss Patricia, please calm down. Don't fucking tell me to calm down. Like this, you're never ever." I'm like, "Oh." oh. The principal was just like, mm. <laughs> "Hey, uh, uh, turns out I found on my desk. Hey, weird mistake." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like, "All right, this shit's going on my permanent record." And they're going to know my mom's crazy. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that's going to be highlighted. I'm never getting a job. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, what was yours? Do you know what? Uh, was- yeah, mine was equally as stupid. Uh, <laughs> me and a couple, it was like Christmas time, I think. We were in an English class and they gave us like glitter and stuff to decorate cards, whatever, whatever it was. Whatever stupid thing. Me and another dude and a couple like the girls from class stole a thing of glitter and like had a glitter fight in the parking lot <laughs> on the way to like on the way to recess. Oh fuck. Uh and they did not like that at all. Dude, glitter is terrible. Yeah, they really did not like that. Like parents were called and shit and like we had because it wasn't first off, we stole the glitter from like a giant thing of glitter from the teacher and had a glitter fight in the parking lot. Uh now that I'm saying out loud, I guess I could see why they were mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so we like replaced the glitter and all that, you know, like, but yeah, Mr. Mouton was our disciplinarian and my seventh grade math teacher. Ooh. And he, he's dead now and it's, and that's okay. Oh shit. <laughs> as, as, as mean and callous he was to, for, to me, he was so much meaner to my brother. Like, uh, like ran the place like a fucking ward, you know, like, like, the, like the bad guard in Shawshank. So like, that's some, <laughs> the bad one. Yeah. The bad one. Yes. I know. I know that white one. <laughs> you know, Mr. Krabs. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot he was the voice of Mr. Krabs. I, that's one of my favorite stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> He's the voice of Mr. Krabs. Dude, somebody should just re like superimpose Mr. Krabs into Shawshank. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're going to have an easy money. <laughs> you're going to have an easy stay here. <laughs> You didn't see what you thought you saw. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of the things that worries me about my kid going to school is I remember teachers letting me down. Did you have teachers that let you down in school? Like I, uh, the one I was telling our producer earlier was I had a teacher named Mr. Fedora and I want to call him out right now. Hopefully he's dead. Hopefully he's not. I can't say that <laughs> loud, but um, when we visited the school, I was like super into science and like tech, mm-hmm. all that shit. I was just super into that stuff. And you get to visit each class. And there's three classes that focus on three different things. One was like the arts and crafts and theater class. One was like the math and English and like speech class. Like super, like just these kids were all geniuses. And then there was like the science class. And when I walked into the science class, the left side were all these animals and crickets and lizards inside. There's Bunsen birds. They, they didn't have desks. It was just like the lab tables with like the little Bunsen burners mm-hmm. on each one and the sinks on each one. Everybody got paired up immediately. They told you all the things you got to dissect in the class. My eyes lit up. I was like, I can't wait to be in this fucking class. And, you know, I got chosen the first month. Uh, he's like, this kid's disruptive. Kick me out of the class. 
and I hated this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, I was making it my duty to like ruin his life. Like anything I can find. Like if I saw his hat, I fucking just stomped on it and rubbed it into the ground. <laughs> If I, he left his classroom open, I would go in there and knock out a bunch of shit. I remember fucking vendetta. Dude, I remember walking into his class and opening up the glass case. Like they were, they had a bunch of uh, crickets they were gonna feed. Uh -huh. I remember just like opening that and knocking it over and running out of his classroom. And I remember like the sweet relief, like coming back after lunch. And like the classes are all like across the hall from each other. Mm -hmm. And I remember just like hearing the screams. And like no, like I was like, yeah, yes, yes, and like I just want to be like, I don't, it was me, motherfucker, it was me. But yeah, like I just, you know, like I was a disruptive kid, and it really fucking sucked that that's all these teachers saw it was like this kid was disruptive, lost cause, bye bye. Yeah. And the 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 only options were either you put him on Ritalin or he's gonna go to classes after after school, like with nobody. Mm -hmm. He just has to sit and do his homework alone. Yeah, and. It kind of sucked because, like, it kind of defined who I was. Like, yeah. I was the problem child. Like, and I just, you know how, like, when you hear people like, oh, they wanted me to be a fucking villain, so I was a villain. So, like, I believed it. I was like, if I'm a problem, I'm going to be the biggest problem you had. And yeah. it kind of fucking sucked that I realized that at an older age. And, you know, I just don't want my son to go through that. Like, I don't. It, it's absolutely a concern of mine. It's like, yeah, teachers can put you in a certain place. And, like, I, uh, I was a pretty good student. Like, there's a couple of like I, and one in particular in middle school that fucking hated me. But I think I was also probably the same deal. Like, Throwing I was all like, over the place. I was <laughs> <laughs> not that. Not that. I was in third grade. That was a that was an eighth grade deal. Oh, oh shit! The glitter incident was in eighth grade. This okay. is a third back in third grade. Okay. She was like, I always felt that she didn't like me. But I also think because I was loud and like I tried, I was trying to be liked so bad, you know. Mm -hmm. But she did not like me for this. Yes. <laughs> but whenever my younger brother had her, she loved, you know, we had that like in, in our, because he was four years younger than me, so we never were at school at the same time. So we had a bunch of teachers that would love me, cannot stand him, and vice versa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it usually was either or. <laughs> I, I had that problem, but it never worked out the other way. There was never mm. a teacher who, like, hated my brother and loved me. Yeah. Because I remember I told him in the class, and it'd be like, okay, uh, Ingberg, Isaacs, Ikema, is your brother a Renze? And I'm like, yeah, okay, we're going to have a problem. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? I did they just showed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> this is the first motherfucking day. And I always like, and like, that was the things too. Like, I remember going to a new class and a teacher hearing from another teacher and like giving me the speech, like, hey, just so you know, this shit isn't going to fly here. You're going to sit right here. And I'll be like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> you think you can contain me? Let's see. Let's see if this plan works for you. Yeah. You know, like, so you can be a dick. I'll be a dick. <laughs> yeah, like, that was like I just like from a young age, I was like taught that uh, I had to go to war with these teachers. Mm -hmm. Like putting me in a box is their thing. Getting out of that box was my thing, and I had to do it by any means necessary. Yeah, and it kind of fucking sucked. And I got really nervous for my like my kid going into this fucking system. And now that I'm older, I'm like sitting here like fighting for teachers. I'm like, pay them more. Mm. Fuck those teachers, but pay them more. <laughs> but fuck those teachers, you know? And I was kind of worried because my kid is fucking loud. My kid is me. Yeah. He is like, yeah, my he never stops too. moving. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. sometimes I'm just watching him and I'm like, bro, sit still. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is like we're sit, like 
kids, people are always looking at me at the grocery store like, oh, he's so cute. I'm like, no, he's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like, he's a menace. Don't let it fool you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, if I can compare him to him, he's like a baby Taz from Tiny Toons, just like unhinged. <laughs> yeah. I remember that one clip where like the Tasmanian devil is like drinking coffee because baby Taz is driving the Tasmanian devil nuts. And I'm like, that's my kid. That's me. Um, I was a little bit worried. Uh, we went to orientation for his new school and I was a bit worried. I'm like, okay, he's going to be around. These are his classmates. Yeah. Teachers are going to see what the fuck this is. And I immediately realized that he's actually been in a school structure for two years and the rest of these fucking post pandemic babies that don't know how to act. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh shit. The There's a lot of wild, wild <laughs> <laughs> free range babies yeah. over here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Zoe's going to be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these kids are fucking out of their goddamn mind. Like, have never seen another person ever. I'm like, Yeah, it's I mean, they're getting a lot of, it is like his miles in that same camp, too, where a lot of his first experiences happened when he was two and three, as opposed to Miro. He's like just doing, he's fucking doing everything all the time now because he's, he's post-pandemic. So yes. it, there is a big difference there. But back to, like, your first point, like, it's crazy how much teachers can shape you as a person, how you perceive yourself. Mm -hmm. And thinking about it, like I got very fortunate. I have way more outstanding teachers that had memorable things uh, and impressions on me than like the shitty ones that I'm I'm happy are dead. Yeah, there's only a hand, there's like two or three of those. Most oh, of them, yeah. I have I have two teachers that I remember for bad reasons. Yeah, yeah, bad reasons. I do have one that like this is the guy. This he was the reason I was in sports. His name was Mr. Alcozer. And he was like the cool teacher and he just shot it to me straight. And like, mm. he was like, like, he basically just told me, he's like, yo, athletics ain't going to get you nowhere unless you have the mindset. Like if you want something, you have to go, go, go for it. He's like, yeah, you're the best out of these 30 white kids. But when you get to a bigger, like you have to practice. And like, we, he taught us how to play rugby mm. and I was crushing kids. Like I was big for my end. I was crushing kids. And he put me in my place. He's like, so like, he's like, so you think you could take me? I'm like, you're an old man. He's like, he's like, I'm not an old man, but do you think you can get past me? I'm like, yeah, I can get past you. You're a fucking old man. And this dude, like, <laughs> dude, like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the anime called One Punch Man. Like, this dude put his arm out and took me out. I remember bouncing off the ground and giving one of these sounds, <gasps> like, to get my breath. Like, I was like, holy shit. And like. He wasn't that much bigger than me, but he was fit. Mm -hmm. And I just realized, like, oh, shit, this is a fucking adult. Like, he I, humbled uh, me. He, like, picked me up. Mm -hmm. And he just, like, gave me the speech that humbled me. And I was like, he's like, you want to do push-ups with me before class? Come and do push-ups. You want to get this big? This is how we're going to do it. And that was, like, my whole high school career was just getting jacked. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was all because of Mr. Alcozer. Because he's like, it doesn't matter how good you are. There's going to be somebody who's 10 times better. And that person's going to be working hard because that person knows there's someone 10 times better. Yeah. And I remember him. And I also remember Mr. Fedor, my fucking arch nemesis. <laughs> that motherfucker. Who was the best teacher you ever had that, like, you still remember? Uh, there's a couple, like, uh, in my well, sophomore year, uh, I had Miss Seymour, uh, Miss Denise Seymour, who I still, like, I know, like, man, her, sometimes I forget you from Louisiana. I, she's like, yeah, I know. Miss uh, Seymour. Miss Seymour. It, and it's spelled Simon, too. <laughs> but she was, like, kind of younger, and, like, she used great analogies in class. We read interesting stuff. She let us make movies in class for oh, projects shit. and encouraged it and, like, laughed at our jokes and shit like that. Like, uh... 
she was great and encouraging. Like I've had, um, you know, a, a, a few. But that, that she's like one that stands out right uh, in yeah. the front of my brain. Yeah, I had a. Um, I remember my old my old uh, principal, Madame Petavant, mm-hmm. from my French school. Madame Petavant, this woman was a G, and she just took up. She just. I don't know what she, why, like, I'm not sure if she was like this with a lot of kids because everybody hated her. I loved her. She was yeah. like some hard ass, but she just like stuck up for me. Mm-hmm. And it, when a principal takes a uh, certain interest in you, you shape up. And I remember she was the reason I stopped getting in trouble because I got in trouble a lot at my little French boarding school. And seeing the principal kind of stick up for me, Later in life, I kind of realized it was for the wrong reasons. Like, oh, let's, let, let, it, let this little ghetto kid give him a break. And I was like, it was for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> she thought I was hood as shit. I'm like, bitch, I'm Nigerian royalty. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I just, I'm just a bit unhinged. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not running the streets fucking selling crack on the corner. Like, you got the wrong black over here. I, but she took an interest in me, and she always had my back. And I appreciated that. Obviously, like I said, when I found out where it's coming from, it did come from a very ignorant place. But... I didn't see it at the time, and it made me better. Yeah, and I, I really, really appreciated that. Um, I, uh, like, I think about it like the teachers that impacted me are the ones that like. It seemed like they generally liked me as a person. Like, oh, really? Like, oh, look at oh, look, fucking king of the castle over well, here. Well, no, I'm just trying to think of like the because like, I don't know. I've had like a couple of film professors that said interesting things, or like, I don't know. Like in uh, as a senior high school, I took a theology class from Doctor Bollock, oh, and he shit. was like. He was like a notoriously weird guy, uh, and he like <laughs> hilarious in like his own very specific way. Like he would end class by doing very dry. Also, like never his voice was always right around here, and he'd always <laughs> say stuff very sarcastically. And but he'd in class with like he'd read like uh, a Jack Handy deep thought, or like <laughs> or like he'd describe a Far Side panel, and not apropos, not not tell you, he just do it. <laughs> Like, like uh, one day, he's just like a real goofball in this giant, like, ex-boxer, wretched, like, he was like, his neck was always like this because he was a boxer, and his neck was all fucking jacked up. Oh, and he yeah, was before like they had medicine. A 6'2 <laughs> dude. Like, he was just such an oddball guy, but a lot of the stuff he taught me about, like, how the Bible was written and how, relig- you know, how Catholicism was structured uh, throughout history is, like, stuff that I still think about, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, he was on, after he retired, he was on Facebook and, like, was like did like funny little Facebooky things, but like he'd like shit I posted there. It's like it's always nice to be like, oh wow, you do remember me. Yeah, that's cool. That's weird, but that's, that's cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, I um, I I remember a teacher who I got in a huge fucking fight with. Mm-hmm. Um, I got sent home because I got so mad that I punched a hole in the wall, and um, I remember I wasn't doing. Uh, I had a uh, her name was Miss Sucrot. And I had a, uh, she taught California history. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those stupid bird courses that you just fly right through. Uh, it's like, you just had to take this fucking class. I remember Sister Act too. Thank you. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I remember I was sitting there and like, we're learning about the 49ers and all this shit. And, you know, California history. I'm like, who the fuck cares about California history? Like how the fuck? It, I was one of those kids. I'm like, how am I going to use this? Yeah. How's this going to help me? Like, why aren't we learning about U.S. history? Why aren't we learning about, like, the fucking, this hemisphere's history? Or, like, mm-hmm. what the, like, what are you teaching me? And I, I was, I would always argue the point without looking at why I'm doing it. Just to, like, say, like, ha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. I was such a piece of shit. But anyway. <laughs> just to, just poking for poke's sake. Just yeah, poking yeah. for poke's sake. 
I remember when I was sitting in this fucking class, I wasn't doing very well. My mom said she was going to put the fucking hurting on me if I don't fucking get an A on the next coming test. So I actually studied with my friends and I studied for this test. And I was very nervous because I knew that I don't do well in tests. I freak out. I overthink. I think everything's a trick question. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe if I don't answer this one, <laughs> like, <laughs> I just like, I would get in my own head. And I remember uh, she's like, uh, I was talking to one of my friends. She's like, I don't want to fucking hear a peep out of you. Like, she didn't say fucking. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to hear a peep out of you. I was like, okay, Jesus. And I'm writing. Pen runs out of ink. I fucking do a little toss in the back. He lands in a trash can. I pull up my backpack, pull it on my head, and I drop it. And she's like, Obi! And I'm like, fuck's your problem? And so like, I make a little snide comment. I'm like, this bitch is losing her mind. And she's like, that's it. She comes over to me, grabs my test off my desk, and slams it on the fucking floor. Like, she's like, get out. You fail. And I was like, what? I'm like, my mom is going to kill me. She's like, that is not my problem. I'm like, it's about to be your problem. <laughs> when I'm a like, dead man, yeah, that's yeah. your problem. I'm like, I didn't say anything. I'm not cheating. She's like, I just have to keep it down. And I lost it. And I'm just like, don't you yell. I got, she, she was like four foot nine. Yeah. So I got out of my chair. It's a little teacher. And I got it. And I got in her fucking face and I was pointing down at her. And then I could see the fear in her face. And she's like, you're going to get kicked out of school. And I'm like, I'm leaving. She's like, go to the principal's office. And I walk out and I can imagine what the fucking kids heard. But I just went, whack, punched a hole in the fucking wall. And it turned into this whole thing. Like, Obi hit Miss Uh, (laughs) Ukraine. And I, whatever, like I didn't get in trouble and. It was like a week-long ordeal, and finally it's she- It's a ap- scandal, yeah. It was a whole scandal. Finally, she apologized, and obviously, she told me some shit I wasn't supposed to hear, but she was going through some fucking shit. Yeah. She was going through some fucking shit. I think she had a cancer scare. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it, she was going through some shit. I was not an easy person to fucking deal with, but I remember that whole, like, teachers are people, and what really sucks is, like, when you put your child in the hands of another person- you don't know what type of day that person is going to be having that, that one time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you hear these fucking horror stories and just p- putting my kid out there. I just like, I don't know, man. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. I don't know if I'm just going to be freaking out every time or if I'm just supposed to like smile and be like, it's not going to happen here. I don't I, know what the fuck to do. I'm going to play by ear, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what if, uh, I'll just tell you, Bennett, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Homeschool. I mean, I've, I mean, that's an option. So like, <laughs> So what is your what are your feelings about homeschool? Uh, my real feelings. Well, like, <laughs> my real feelings. Are I, my want joke to, feelings. I want you to. I want you. My joke feelings are. I think it's a creepy cult <laughs> that doesn't isn't very productive. My real feelings are. One of my best friends is a professional journalist now. Is homeschooled for years and years and years, <laughs> and you can be a very capable uh, adult. I so if, that's, you, if you do it, you know, if you if you're someone who's educated, who's getting educated. So that's the problem I've had is that like the conspiratorial right wing evangelicals have like co-opted homeschool out of mm. fear and they're not really like teaching their kids anything. They're just like making these little weirdos. Yeah. And I do remember a kid that transferred to my school that was homeschooled and because I'm older, mm-hmm. he wasn't weird until he told everyone he was homeschooled. <laughs> and then guy. he became the weird homeschool yeah. kid. Like he was completely normal. Yeah. And like, I don't even like, even there, I like I I drank the Kool Aid. I'm like, oh, Max is a fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I didn't what do you do with that home of yours? Yeah. 
I think it's some birth. It's like, it's like hey, Obi. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm the, <laughs> I don't speak weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, homie. But that's another thing I'm worried about, like, my kid getting bullied and, like, being a bully or, like, not knowing his, like, I don't, it's, it's scary. It's fucking scary. It, it's a lot to think about, so I try not to think about it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I should that's, try that. Hey, that's my, hey, that's my advice. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Think about, hey, no, it'd be cool if this wrestler fought this wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> or, hey, <laughs> hey, my favorite X-Men team would comprise of this. Okay. <laughs> I, I wonder what my favorite X-Men team would be. Are we doing I, five I, on five or four on four? Uh, I think five is a healthy number of X-Men. Five on five on X-Men? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, you go with the, cl I mean, that's the, the, the classic five. It's like your Marvel girl, your Iceman, your Cyclops, your Beast, and your... Uh, Angels five, so I think yeah. five is a good number. Rex, but we don't have to have this discussion now. I was gonna it's say one of the things I think about when I'm going to sleep or when I'm trying to avoid scary thoughts. I was that, like, who's your sixth man off the bench? You don't have to give me your, your top five, but who would be your sixth man off the bench? Oh, like that my floatate my floating six. Yeah, your floating six. Are <laughs> <laughs> your X Men? Who would be? Uh, I would go. I you know, don't get me started, man. I'm just saying, like you brought this shit up. Like I know who my six man would be. Yeah, because of course I'm a '90s X Men guy. The specifically the Blue Team, the Beast, uh, Archangel, or not Beast, Wolverine, Gambit, Jubilee. Uh, you know who else is on that team? Oh, I was gonna say my my six man is Morph. Mm, my mm -hmm. six man off the bench is Morph because I realize I can bring down an entire government with that motherfucker. <laughs> I've been watching some scroll shit on Disney. I'm like, that's the motherfucker I need. That would be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I need, I need fucking, I need, a, I'm like, Morph, go out there and just give me a video of Trump yeah. hitting a black baby. Like, that's just find a black baby, morph into Trump, slap the shit out of that motherfucker on TikTok, and then <laughs> done. Like, I want this guy to go, I want everybody to know who he is. Like, who's your sixth man? Hmm. Oh, yeah. I think I'm gonna do like a like like long shot, like a real random X Men who's what? just like <laughs> like either either like it, like someone that's like a real X factor. Yeah, okay. Like someone that's like okay, all right, long shot. Let's see what you can do. Okay, you ain't trying to win here. You're trying to trying to ruffle feathers is what you're trying to do. <laughs> He's trying to put some butts in the seats. Because <laughs> I like whenever the X Men are like a, a a ragtag unexpected group of people. Too, oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, Wolverine's got to be there. But I mean, because he's, he's Wolverine, he's hey, part of the X Men. Yeah, you like I'm learning a lot about. See, like now that I know about this, and like I know about, like I'm starting to think about like your wrestling teams and everything. I'm like, okay, I'm starting to get who you are now. I, I'm I'm starting <laughs> to see the guy who's like sitting there going like, yeah, Road Dog during the Raw. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I still like that's another reason I love wrestling is that like it's one of the few things that like lets me suspend disbelief where I'll be like, oh, like uh, oh fuck like, yeah. Like it, uh, I know we're talking about schools, but nah, fuck, fuck, the, <laughs> fuck them kids, man. Like this is, I, I'll tell you, like I agree. Like I don't care what anybody says, wrestling, like the raw era mm -hmm. of wrestling was. <laughs> it's gonna sound stupid, but it was inclusive before inclusivity was a fucking thing. Like a lot of that, sh like I never saw myself anywhere but as a wrestler. Like mm -hmm. if I wanted to dress up as an x-men i'd have to be like bishop or somebody nobody ever fucking heard of yeah and like i don't want to be fucking black panther like it's cool now but imagine showing up in fifth grade dressed as black panther the black yeah. kid is black panther like it fucking <laughs> sucks you know like and so like wrestling like the nation of domination yeah. like wrestling has been one of those things that's been like so far behind their ahead like uh, integration has been important to wrestling almost since its beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, like there's, you know, black world champions, uh, very famous, like, like in the Southern territories, like in Louisiana, like there's like uh, 
like a junkyard dog was like fucking the, a dude, god. Like, dude, I dressed up as junkyard dog one day on like, Halloween. There's like, like on the chains and everything. Everyone's like, "Are you a slave?" I'm like, "I'm the junkyard dog." Junkyard dog. <laughs> but like, if you they watch get it. like those old wrestling programs, like you know from like the 80s and 70s, like the cl- the crowd goes fucking unglued, and it's like people mm-hmm. of all colors, like. Happy to see someone that's like looks like them fucking kicking, kicking some cowboy's ass, you know? It's like it's like that's wrestling has kind of always had that theme of like, well, I mean, fucking, there's black asses in the seats. Let's have let's have some <laughs> black wrestlers in there, you know? Yeah. There's a real famous, not a real famous story, there's a real interesting story of a Memphis wrestler. God, I can't remember his name right now. In the '60s, who. Uh, was just like uh, you know he was a bad guy but like was always nice to to black people in Memphis <laughs> outside so he had a real strong black following uh, right. and he uh, was the like, personally integrated Memphis Coliseum he's like well fuck like I'm gonna wrestle here if if it's not integrated and like goddamn like one white wrestler like a bad guy wrestler. <laughs> God like, damn. single handedly integrated you know Memphis wrestling that is fucking crazy. Look at the like, I always I always love a good story about a white savior. <laughs> I always love it. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I mean, like everyone loves Jesus. Spudnik, exactly it. Spudnik Monroe. Yeah, Spud, yeah. Spudnik Monroe. Yeah. Look at this motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, for everybody at home, he's like he's basically like he looks like Sal Veltine. Uh, he looks like Sal from Sopranos if he was a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Like he's that, like he, a real he looks like a real mean fucking old dude. Not Sal, sorry. He's Silvio Dante. No, Silvio. Yeah, he's Silvio. <laughs> like, look at that. That dude is a Spud mean. Nick Monroe. Yeah. yeah. The man who defeated Jim Crow in Memphis. God that's damn. Wild. But yeah, that's um, you know, but wrestling's awesome. Like that's it's it's even more like his watching TV, like we work in TV and all that shit, like I'll see something like whatever Nat's watching a show and like something will strike me as inauthentic. Yeah. <laughs> and it just like, as opposed to like when someone misses a kick in wrestling, it's like, Oh, it's just, if they missed a kick, it's fine. Yes. Like I clearly saw them miss that kick, but he also just hit him in head with a, with a two by four. Yes. Which did not miss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh yeah, that's one of the reasons I love it. Is yeah. that like, I really, I don't see the, you know, it, I could, I could, uh, Look past the the finer details. Yeah, so like that's that's the reason I left the wrestling world. When I say left, like I participated <laughs> in it. When I walked away from the mat, <laughs> well, one of the reasons, like I remember, it got it just got too commercial. Like the raw age that was the raw age, um, that raw era. After that, you had like I wouldn't say goofballs coming in, but it just got so cartoony mm-hmm. to the point where I'm like, this isn't fun. And they start having commercials during matches, and like that's a t- yeah. Like I remember, like SmackDown started to become its own thing, and like I was like, I can't follow SmackDown, and then The Wire on Saturday, like whatever that shit was on the Saturday, and like heat. the Heat that, <laughs> Sunday night, Sunday night Heat. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't do all that shit. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what's happening to this show that I fucking loved? Like mm-hmm. this thing I loved, and um, you know, like you had to become either a super fan or just walk away. Yeah, like there's there was. It's too hard much to be shit. casual. Yeah, I definitely get that. Like, especially it's something that's so continuity driven. Oh, and no. like someone who's like a good guy this week is a bad guy next week, and like there's a whole. Dude. It um, but like all right, so I'm trying to put a bow on wrestling. Uh, yes. So last night, uh, you know, we recorded this. It was a, a match on AEW, which is like the the WWE alternative on TBS and TNT. Yuck! I I uh I love them. They're okay. great. <laughs> they do the like, but like how different wrestling is. They had one segment where like. 
they're they're one of their top good guys and top bad guys are thrown together in a tag team. Okay, and the, and the top bad guy does not work. Like he does not like to wrestle. He doesn't want to do anything. That's the top bad guy. He, yeah, he's <laughs> like he literally is like a, a chicken shit. Like does try to avoid everything to wrestle. So he's like an Eric Bischoff. I mean, kind. He's like a real. He's a great talker. His name's MJF. He's a real fucking piece of shit. Okay, <laughs> but in that match, the most over the big biggest crowd reaction is that when he did. A double clothesline. Like oh. he and his partner clotheslined somebody, and like they went fucking nuts. And then he did like a very basic like dive, jumped on an opponent, and b- just because it was him doing those moves in that scenario, it was so funny and so over the top. The crowd went nuts. Okay. Later on in that same show, a man was was thrown into a bed of nails, oh, shit. <laughs> and then slammed into a bed of nails, and then someone on the top of a cage had a bag of thumbtacks and rained them down on the cage, and they rained down mm-hmm. thumbtacks, and then they all got slammed into the thumbtacks, all in the same program. So it's like wrestling could be anything. It could yes. be too, It could be over the top, like, you know, a dude doing a clothesline, so it's like, yeah, he did it. Yeah. Uh, or reigns of thumbtacks. Yes. <laughs> I, there's some things I want to send you, and then I realize I can't because the algorithm will get me. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> the algorithm will get you. Yeah, like... I, I, <laughs> There's so, like it's fucking crazy how this algorithm gets me. Like I saw like I sent a buddy that I worked with uh, this dude getting like taken out by uh, one of those traffic signs, those traffic uh, arms that come down mm-hmm. trying to skateboard past, and it just fucking yeah, takes yeah. him out. And I'm like, this dude got knocked into next week, and. I was like, I sent it to a buddy. I was like, Yo, is that the El Camino shopping center? He's like, Yeah, that's fucking crazy. What's that <laughs> doing there? And then I'm scrolling down my reels. And it's motherfuckers getting their arms broken, getting hit by cars. I'm like, I'm not into this shit. I'm like, like I'm looking at my arm and I've got goosebumps. Yeah. I'm like, sw- like, it's 62 degrees in my house because the AC's blasting. I'm fucking dripping sweat. And I'm like, this is making me uncomfortable. And I couldn't put it down. So, like, I can't send you some cool shit because. Yeah, you'll get you. Hey, the, the worst is, like, when I, like, in one of my group chats. Uh, like, so, Gloria Stefan warned you. I yeah. was gonna get you. <laughs> like since like, oh, isn't this is so irritating? Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> and that's to like immediately go back, unfollow, delete. I don't want to see anything by these people ever yes. again. <laughs> yeah. Isn't this so irritating? Yeah, it's <laughs> Oh, you like irritating things now, don't you? That's no, what, I don't. It's it's like the best prank to pay on somebody. It's just like send them two disturbing videos. <laughs> And have them react and then fuck their timeline all the way up. Like, it's yeah, like, it's a timeline bomb. Oh, man. There's a, I, I, f- there's actually a really good meme that uh, my girlfriend's mom sent me. Um, there's this Italian lady that I, sent, uh, I follow on Instagram mm-hmm. who calls out pickpockets. Uh-huh. And, and she, is just, she just like goes up and fills them and just like in, in, in Italian, just like, hey, attenzione, attenzione, pickpocket. <laughs> like screaming. These people are running, trying to cover their faces. They spit on her. They try to attack her. Mm-hmm. And then people are like clutching, like, oh, shit. And then I sent yeah, one. I send, I send one to uh, my girlfriend's mom. Like, this lady's hilarious. Four days later, she sends me a meme of, uh, what's the name of uh, fucking... That congressman from New York who just lied about everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Santos. Yeah, Santos. George yeah. Santos. Mm-hmm. She sends me one with an audio from this Italian lady and, like, the suppressed chasing him by the pier to talk to him. And it's just a lady going, Attenzione, pickpocket. <laughs> <laughs> and it's George Santos running down the pier. I couldn't stop laughing. 
Oh, it's gold. Uh, it's gold. Yeah, we haven't made any George Santos jokes in a, in a long time. No, he. Um, I don't think he fell off, but well, like, guess, yeah. Well, the thing is, like, like, like his big donors were revealed, like, and when it was like his dad, like, yeah. bailed him out or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I was like, oh, that's not a bombshell. It's just kind of sad. Yeah, that's it's not really. <laughs> but yes, um, Princess Diana's illegitimate kid, George Santos, is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yes, just to circle all out, we didn't spend too much time on it because I know that we had the attention span together of Peanuts. Yeah, we haven't talked in a while. Yeah, it's hard to stay focused. It's very, very hard. It is great seeing you. Yeah. It is great seeing you. But, uh, yeah, we're going to take a, another break. Um, I'm glad my kid's going back to school. Can't wait to go back to school shopping. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get him a ruler. I don't know what kids use these days. You know, I'm going to get him like a... Texas Instrument Calculator. I'm not sure if they even use those. I'm sure it just, like, you have to give him, like, an, a laptop. Yeah. <laughs> One of those kindergarten way, laptops, yeah. Way more expensive than I think it's going to be. <laughs> but, yeah, um, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. We'll be right back with more Papa Don't Preach. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for sticking around for this extremely long catch-up on this pod. But you guys know what time it is. I'm Obi. This is Bennett. And you are sitting here with Papa's Pulpit. This is a segment where we focus on an issue and, uh, you know, we rant about it. We talk about it, whether it's something we like or something we don't like. We just we want to tell you something that either grinds our gears or makes us happy. So uh, stick around for this one. Uh, Bennett, we've been talking about it offline mm-hmm. and off the pod. And there's like, I don't, I hate to quote Jesse Peterson twice in a fucking podcast, but we got some betas <laughs> Walk, walking around. Um, you know, I, I don't know why these motherfuckers are showing their insecurity capes to the public, but like the first one we're talking about is this Kiki Palmer story. Right. So for those of you at home who don't know, uh, Kiki Palmer, amazing, beautiful actress, um, her baby daddy, her boyfriend, I believe his name is Darius Jackson. Darius Jackson, like I yeah. said, blackest name you can have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darius Jackson. Um, so Kiki Palmer went to an Usher concert in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what Usher's doing over here trying to fuck everyone's girlfriend first. That's a whole separate fucking issue <laughs> that we're having with Usher. Uh, going around fucking giving everyone VD because I'm from the 90s. Um, <laughs> kids, kids don't say that anymore. No, they don't. They don't. They just call it the HIV. No, I'm joking. <laughs> anyway, he Kiki Palmer was at a Usher concert. Wearing a dress. Wearing a dress. Got that acknowledges up. the fact she has a butt. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, good for her. You know, she has the day off. She is a mom. Mm-hmm. It's not her turn to watch the kids. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. Darius Jackson decided to take to Twitter a dying medium of social media <laughs> and tweeted that not a good look for a mom. Yeah, like, sh- you a mom. Yeah, not a good look. You a mom. Yeah, like, first of all, shut the fuck up, bro. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like one of those, like, this meeting could have been an email. Yeah. That, that tweet should have been a text, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. You should have fucking said, you know, save that between one person. Dude, if you're I, irritated with not the entire world, not people that need to write articles every day. That's that's how you get shitted on. Like, 
I will tell you right now, I think he's a bitch. But the blowback that he got, which he deserved, made me feel bad for him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bro. <laughs> You he wanted to smoke. It. He fucking stepped in it with both feet. Like, what are you going to... Yeah, exactly. Like, don't put your opinion out there if you want a different opinion. And see, like, I always go to, like, the conspiracy, uh, conspiratorial part where if, like, Kiki's like, yo, I need my name in the paper. Why don't you talk some shit about this fine-ass dress? <laughs> He's like, all right, baby. And he sends this text. All of a sudden, they're top news, you know? Like... I don't think... I, um... All right, so full disclosure. I, uh... I I don't know her, but I've met Kiki Palmer a few times. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, like one of my very first shows was True Jackson, her Nickelodeon show, okay. uh, and I used to hang out in the green room with her mom and her little kid, her little brother was running around in the green room. And then I did another show with her where she was a host on, and I met him again. And then her mom remembered me, and uh, she remembered us. And she, you know, very kind, sweet, professional, universe, individual, someone. It's like I'd never, you know. Usually everyone's kind and professional to yeah, me, yeah, yeah. but yeah. more so like she like remembered who I was and like was very nice and asked, you know, asked about Natalie. You remember Natalie because Natalie worked on the show too. Very kind person. Very nice person to me personally who could wear whatever the fuck she wants. Yes. I, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, yes, yes, you are a mom, he is, but, uh, but you're a dad. Yes. Act like a fucking dad. Act, act like a husband. Act a little su fucking supportive. It's not a husband. Act slow clap. Obviously, slow clap. Like, you're not a husband. You're a fucking boyfriend. That, there's boyfriend. a reason why. Bro, lock it up. If you're, you're a boy. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that much. <laughs> that wasn't that good. I'm just going to tell you right now. So a lot of you at home don't realize this, but most of the time we're doing this, Bennett is the only white boy in the room. <laughs> and he does not understand. He is from Louisiana. Indiana, but he does not understand that sometimes he riles up the culture. <laughs> I'll be telling you right there, you a boy, friend. I'm like, oh god damn, <laughs> boom, roasted, <laughs> boom, roasted. But yeah, hey, I, I got that reference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I missed you. <laughs> but yes, I'll tell you right now, like these guys stopped. Like you don't control women. You can't tell women what to do, and. You can't like meet somebody and then say, I want to change everything about you. Yeah. And you're with the wrong fucking person. I th this Jonah Hill thing that happened. Yeah, I, I caught a couple, a little wind of that, but I didn't. <laughs> so, and first of all, I want full discretion. I don't think this is motherfucking abuse. I think people need, in the media need to calm the fuck I, down. The, the, the one that I, I mean, obviously, I don't know fucking, I don't know shit about shit, but like what I saw, I was like, this is why am I reading this text in, in, like, on, a, on a news article? Like, didn't seem like something needed to be writing a news article about. Dude, but not at all. I mean, hey, this is Jonah Hill. He literally made a documentary about his therapist. The Ugh. dude has some issues. Like, like I, I love my therapist too, but I don't think I'm making a documentary about her. <laughs> <Don't> I? <laughs> I'm not asking my therapist to be on my fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, so you know, hey, documented ish, got documented shit going on. Yes, but uh, can, did you pull him up? I didn't read the to clarify how uh, you know. Well, I, I mean, like, okay, listen, we don't know what happened, and there's, there is ways to take text messages out of context and not get the full context. Like, I want everybody to know, like, yes, I think Jonah Hill's a baby back bitch, but I don't appreciate this girl, you know, putting him on blast after he has a kid with another woman. Like, mm -hmm. if you really want to be doing motherfuckers oh, a shit, favor. It's, I didn't know it was realized it was like that dude, fire. Like, it was like years. Dude, it was a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And it, the what fucking really sucks is like, this girl's going to be like, I didn't want to do this 
earlier because I know how I didn't want to stress out the mom because she's pregnant. I didn't mm-hmm. want to like have her take on extra stress. So I waited till the baby was born before I said this. And I'm like, bitch, you didn't have to say anything. You could have just yeah. texted her. Oh after yeah, the baby was like, yo, and this clearly, is your man. Clearly, do not know that. Oh yeah, this. Oh, I'm glad you have the baby now. The stress is over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot, dude. Like <laughs> clearly, no care or what. It's like, hey, people are assholes. Yeah. People communicate poorly. I heard the Mel Gibson tape. That <laughs> motherfucker still has a career. Like there are degrees of assholery that people are allowed to swallow. Yes, a hundred percent true. And I mean, like one of the best points that you're making too is like, come on, bro. Like you clearly know nothing about motherhood if you're waiting until she's like getting onset postpartum depression to like ruin her life. Yeah. <laughs> like. Thank you for piling on. But here are the texts that... Uh, oh, he's like asking her to take pictures of her down on the... It's like real insecure bullshit. Like, yes. It's, just, the same, it's the same category. Insecure bullshit. Dude, he's like saying like, if you're going to be surfing with guys and hanging out with your a friend, like your uh, unstable friends who drink too much from your past, like then I'm not the guy for you. These are the boundaries that I have. These are my boundaries. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, he used therapy talk to kind of make himself seem like he's being transparent and true, but you're just sounding like an insecure douchebag trying to talk down to somebody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not okay. And I'm glad this girl got out of there, but, like, there are no winners in this story. You both suck. Like. Yeah, I mean, I, like, reading this right now, it's like he is, he, like, he's, these are the things that I don't like, and I am not the right person for you to if, these, if you don't like these things. Like, Okay, then dump his ass. Like, <laughs> all right. Hey, you sound like an asshole. I don't want to be with you anymore. That's it. It's, it's not, he's like, it, it's, it's like, on, it's the same thing. It's like, fucking should have been a text or should have been, should have been a guess what? It doesn't matter because you didn't date anymore. Like, yeah. And like, I, I'm glad you can expose male fragility like this because like guys who are like this, you guys need to take a, you guys can't be dating. You need to take a long hook, large, a really long and hard look at yourself and what you need and what you want to be happy before you put that bullshit on other people. And at the same time, this chick, this lady needs to understand that like, this isn't how you deal with shit. And like, I think you should delete that photo because that hat's stupid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably too controlling though. I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. Like, I do think that fanny pack was fire. <laughs> I thought it was a fan, two fire things, fanny pack. Two, two things, things can, can be true. true. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Dumbass hat, dope-ass fanny pack. <laughs> Delete it. I hate that hat. On second thought, crop out the hat, leave the fanny pack. Now, I'm wondering if he's just it's like, a these, a terrible hat. these are my boundaries. I don't want to see pictures of your stupid-ass hat. Take it down. <laughs> or, like, you know, like, if you can't, like... I, it's, like, I, it's, I, I... I yeah, of course, I could under, I could put myself in his shoes and be like, I don't want her people to look at her ass. <laughs> then don't date a surf instructor. I and, and the thing is, like, he put it out in the text, like he's like, I don't want, I don't like these things. If you don't like these things, we shouldn't be together. Yeah, that, that seems pretty cut and dry, bro. Like you can't, like that shouldn't even be a text. Like he said it in real time. You should have read that and be like, oh shit, next thing is bubble bubble bubble. Yeah, hey, we're breaking we should, up. Yeah. It's best for the both of us. <laughs> I clearly shouldn't be with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. It's like so. These are the types of things, like you know, poor Jonah Hill. Yeah, man, he's a little fucking. He's an asshole. Like, hey, guess what? I'm an asshole. He's a. You can be an asshole. We can all be assholes. I'm just very thankful. No one from college fucking texted me. You know, posted my weak ass text messages. 
that I, you know, my sad 3 a.m. text messages for whoever, you know, it's like, I'm so glad that I don't live in a place where that is going to be a news in the news cycle, you know? Yeah, it's honestly, I am glad because like, I remember getting paragraphs and paragraphs of text from ex-girlfriends when I'm fucking up. Mm -hmm. And I remember just like being too ADD and too dyslexic to respond to that, where I would just put, be like calling you in five. <laughs> Obviously, we got to talk because I'm not doing this. <laughs> this is way too much. Like I, these are motherfucking adults, and I guess this is the millennial way, like the Gen Z way of communicating. But sending motherfucking walls of walls, walls of, of messages, like these are clearly conversations you motherfuckers should be having. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you can't be putting a deposition in fuck in the cloud like this. Like, uh, hey, there is nothing worse um, than like being an argument over text, trying to call and getting the silence. Uh, like, I, I just need to explain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's never. It's not going to work, but I need to do it. I I have been there where I've tried to call and I get sent straight to voicemail. I'll be like, not ready to have this conversation. Mm -hmm. Great, don't text me because I'm not going to read those texts. And like that's it's not even like a I don't have a curious bone like I was born without a curious bone and like <laughs> yeah we're different that yeah, way yeah <laughs> yeah like, I'll tell you right now there's times where it's bitten me in the ass where like I will get paragraphs of a text and call nothing or try to talk and then like three weeks later just be like oh yeah these texts. <laughs> And read them, <laughs> and now I'm mad about the wrong thing, and we're already over it. I like don't. Have, <laughs> I've been caught in that. I've been caught in that way. But like, you know, then you grow up and you find somebody who's kind of like aligned with your values yeah. and makes you feel good about you, and you feel good about that person. All this bullshit's away. Like to me, this is why you date. Yeah, you like you do eliminate this bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I don't like this in a relationship. Cool. Don't fucking tweet it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friend about it. Say, oh, wow, what an asshole. Let's go get drinks. Like, Bro. that's what you do. It's time for motherfuckers to start being don't make man. a press conference or whatever the fuck. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hate to quote Tucker Carlson or have anything to do with all this. You're, fucking quoting, you're pulling some fucking quotes. Keep I, going, I, I guess. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I, I'm not even quoting them, but like, I understand what they're talking about. Like, they're saying it for the wrong reasons about men not being men. Mm -hmm. But when I'm talking about men being men, it's like learning how to deal with your own shit before putting it on everyone else. Yeah. Like, you know how, like, you know, women have, like, uh, they're like, men are like, well, women get to be emotional and hormonal. They can use it as an excuse. And I'm just like, bro, shut the fuck up. That is like, that is right out of the male playbook. Yeah. Like, that is, that is male fragility right there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty, boys, I am usually the more emotional one in the relationship. <laughs> boys will be boys. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, we've been, ex like, we've been like excusing bad behavior because being wired wrong and all that bullshit for a long time. I just think that like, for anybody out there who had a strong male figure in their life that was telling them that, like, yo, you got to be okay with you before you move forward, that's what we need more of. Because there's a lot of these little boys that are just running out there being little boys. And, you know, shit that I dealt with in high school hearing, like, 40-year-old men going through right now is fucking embarrassing. Yeah. Like, Jonah Hill's a he's not suit. This isn't super bad. No, Jonah he's Hill. our age. Like, he's, he's a yeah. You are you're you got a kid now, man. You're yeah. an adult. Like I understand that shit was two years ago, but like two years ago isn't that long ago. Like, <laughs> if I had a problematic tweet to like, you can't be like, oh, Jesse Smoulet did that shit two years ago. No, 
Yeah. It's still bad. That's <laughs> no, bad 10 years from now. <laughs> Timeless bad. But yeah, it shouldn't be news anyway. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It makes me feel bad. I don't like it. And it makes me very, very angry. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm really glad uh, that Nat has never uh, sent TMZs. <laughs> Anything I've said. <laughs> I am glad too. And like, I would say she is, the, knowing both of you, you both have an equal level of like uh, acceptance of bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like very, very thin. Yeah, it's true. Yes. <laughs> You're like, uh-uh, nope, not dealing with that, which no. I really appreciate. Yeah. But anyway, it's great sitting down with you again, Bennett. It's uh, really great being here. It's great to have you back. You guys are going to be coming back with some more content. I'm Obi. This hey, is, it's me, Bennett. <laughs> this is Bennett. Big shout out to uh, DNA and Aaron Moss. I'll do our... Our music and BP, our producer. Mm-hmm. We love you, everybody. Thank you. This is Papa Don't Preach. Hey. Bye, Bennett. Bye. 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 <laughs>